the word on healing, part three. The definition of the word healing in the dictionary is, healing is a noun, and it means the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. Another definition is, healing is the process of the restoration of health from an unbalanced disease, damaged or unbalanced organism. Healing is not a word that is monopolized by physical ailments. Of course, there is physical healing, but also there is emotional healing and spiritual healing. Also, what about healing on relationships, etc. And we already saw that healing can be synonymous with restoration. God wants to heal, period. God heals. The whole concept of Christ being crucified, the atonement, is all about healing and restoration. Scriptures sometimes are misunderstood and interpreted in a way that it clashes with ideas, theories, and things we already know to be true or logical. Clashes such as the story of Adam and Eve and scientific theories. So that we can progress on this series and be on the same page, I gotta say one last thing about the story of Adam and Eve and the fall of mankind. I got a few emails about the last video, part two of this series, that is, and the most asked question was, or I should say a lot of people asked me what I thought of the story. So let's make some agreements uh, right before I tell you my opinion. First of all, this is my opinion and I'm not trying to push any kind of doctrine. It is what makes sense to me and I'm not trying to convince anyone to believe what I believe. I am simply giving you my thoughts. And with that said, we spoke about that. To see God, all we have to do is look at Jesus. To know God's will, all we have to do is look at Jesus. Now throughout the Gospels, we see Jesus teaching in parables, citing by metaphor, if you will. So if you're still with me, so far we agree that the Bible tells us that to see God and the will of God, all we have to do is look at Jesus. We know Jesus taught with parables. Then one could assume that God teaches with parables. The Bible is a collection of God-inspired scriptures. Then it wouldn't be too far-fetched to say that the story of Adam and Eve could be a parable. And frankly, that is what I think. Not necessarily a historic event, but a parable. A parable about the fall of mankind. And I think, most importantly, a metaphor about our lives. To me, it's a story about losing your innocence. Some may say or think that's an archaic story and it's laughable. Some may ask, how do we apply that story to our times? How do we apply the story to our lives? Well, we all fall. We all fall in our lifetime. I don't think, or at least most of us, are not evil. We are definitely not evil as children. We were innocent and looked at the world with love and wonder. My question to you is, when was your fall? When did you lose your innocence? 
And I don't mean losing your innocence in a sexual way, as some use the, that particular saying. I mean, the time you, where you were exposed to something ugly, to something somehow tainted, it's different for everyone. I remember one of the times I was exposed to something tainted. It was when I started my career as a musician. We were doing business with a hotel and I found out about the corruption of the management, the corruption with the agents. Nothing illegal, but definitely questionable. Also seeing and watching that, and in a way, learning by example how their people behave in different aspects of life it can rub on and believe me it's a lot easier to pick up a bad habit than a good one the world is beautiful but it's also tainted and we need to follow a better example so my question to you would be when was your fall why was your fall think about it Meditate about it. Pray about it. You should go back and think when you fell for the first time and think about every time you fall now and why. And do this soul searching with the knowledge that no matter what you have done or what you have experienced, God wants you to be well. God wants you to heal. God wants to heal you. God wants to restore you. So the takeaway, the word healing is not monopolized by a physical ailment only. It can also be emotional, spiritual, or to restore anything. Jesus taught with parables, so in my opinion, it's not far-fetched to think that the story of Adam and Eve is a parable. There was a time in your life when you were innocent. Maybe you're not so much now. Analyze what your faults are. When did you fall from innocence? And what is it that you do that keeps you away from God? Analyze why you fall and contemplate what it is that you could do to get up and walk. What is it that you can do to just be better now that you know the difference? And remember Philippians 4:13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So you can do all things with Christ who strengthens you. God wants to heal you. And I'll say it again. God wants to heal, period. God heals. The whole concept of Christ being crucified, the atonement is all about healing and restoration. I encourage you to develop and nurture a personal relationship with God. Look at it this way. Most people consider themselves apart from God, that is, separated from God. I'm here to tell you that you are not apart from God, but rather you are a part of God. Well, those are my thoughts. To support this ministry, please visit www.tiny-church.org and click on the donate button. It is safe and secure. Please also follow us on social media and share our videos. 
Like and follow our Facebook page, our IGTV channel on Instagram. Follow us on Periscope, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you prefer audio, we have these messages available as a podcast on iTunes, Podbean, and Tumblr. Next, we will talk about what the Bible tells us about what the church should be doing about healing. Thank you for watching. And remember, tiny church, tiny steps to mighty miracles. God bless you.